Welcome to Holly's Hot Wife Life, a fabulously fun place to chat about all things lifestyle. This podcast is intended for mature audiences. If you are not mature enough to be in this audience, please pass this link along to a friend, coworker, or neighbor who is. That ought to be interesting. And on that note, this podcast is intended solely for entertainment. Although I can appear to be the consummate professional, I am by no means a doctor, and heaven help you if you take my musings as such. Now that those pleasantries are out of the way, let's play. Well, hello there, friends. Welcome. Welcome to my podcast. Thanks for returning. Thanks for showing up. Thanks for putting up with me. I appreciate hearing from you when you have a moment to shoot me notes. I kind of sort of miss you and feel guilty if I haven't chatted in a while. So here I am. It's been a wild month. The world keeps spinning. The plates keep spinning. Nothing seems to have crashed. I understand that Mercury is no longer in retrograde, so I'm hoping that maybe things will calm down. But somehow I know better. I just, it seems like the new normal is out of control. And that's not necessarily bad, right? It's not boring. So that's something. I have been thinking for quite a little while now, at least the last month, but a little bit beyond that, that I think it would be really fun to have a discussion about single men in the lifestyle. And that comes from a lot of different directions. So I would like to ask you, and maybe if I get really wild and crazy, which we can all be pretty sure isn't going to happen, but maybe um, I might try to do a little survey of some sort, but If you don't see a little uh, easy check the box situation going on, I would ask you if you could maybe shoot me a note if you find a moment. Send me an email, hollyshotwifelife at yahoo.com or on the website or anywhere you have an opportunity to shoot me a little message. I would like to hear a little bit about your situation so that maybe we can uh, help out our single male friends here. So here's what I'm looking for, and I think um, maybe I can speak to a little bit of the thought from our perspective, but I'd love to hear your perspective. So at the very least, if you could shoot me a note and say what your situation is. So are you a single male? Are you a single female? Are you part of a couple? Are you a same-sex couple? Are you committed or are you in a relationship where your partner's in crime per se, because I think these kind of give a little bit of insight as to what you're looking for. But on that note, as well as what your situation is, what are you looking for? Are you looking for single men? Are you looking for single women? Are you looking for other couples? Are you exclusively looking for any of those? I know we have friends that are couples that are pretty much exclusively looking for couples. So single men should not have her feelings if they're not getting responses if that's what a couple is looking for, right? No hard feelings there. I think you can delve into a lot of the details and I would love to hear what you have to say if you feel inclined that way. But from the point of what's your situation and what are you looking for, If you can give me a brief, what turns you off and what turns you 
on. So when I say that, I mean simple things like, if you've listened to me for a while, you know that I have strong feelings about height. I have, I guess it probably even still kind of falls in this category. I have strong feelings about video if I'm playing solo. So, and the reason I say this is I've had single male friends that say, wow, you know, I send out all these notes and I don't even get responses. Well, I can tell you if you are not within the basic guidelines that are presented on my profile, I may not respond. And I take great pride in doing my darndest not to ghost people, but I kind of have to give myself a little bit of a breather in that if someone doesn't meet my guidelines, I need to allow myself to just let that person go without taking time to engage. And I don't mean that in a mean or rude way. It's just that our lives are very busy. My life is busy and I'm sure so many lives are even far busier than mine. I think we we need to allow ourselves that we put out those guidelines to simplify it for everyone and should be able to understand and respect that if someone doesn't respond, if you don't meet their guidelines. I I was having a discussion with a male friend and we kind of said sometimes it's hard on either end of the perspective to understand and to accept that it's a continuum sorts, right? There are people that fit your guidelines that maybe you don't fit their guidelines. And that goes from either side. I have probably played with single males before that would prefer to have been playing an MFM or two couples or a group. And they were like, hey, that was really fun that one time, but I don't think I need to repeat because this was what I was looking for. Or we have moments in our relationship where we're specifically looking for MFM and we're not looking for a single male. So it's important to understand what you're looking for, you know, who you are. And yeah. So, but with that said, back to the, what things do it for you? What things don't do it for you? Here's a fun question. Do you respond to everybody? Do you not respond? Do you only respond to certain circumstances. I know, like I said, I had single male friends that were like, wow, you know, so many people don't even bother to respond. Like, well, is it that that's not normal that not everyone does? I do make an effort, but I don't always. And like I said, I only respond, not only, but primarily if you're not within my guidelines, it's a good possibility I'm not going to respond. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. So I would be curious to hear if there are things like that. And I think with that said, some of the hard things to discuss are things that are deal breakers, even once you've chatted. So like for me, I can be going along and being like, wow, this looks like a great person to meet with. And then they ask me if they need to use condoms. Deal breaker. It just doesn't work for me. If we haven't even met and you ask me if we need condoms, it just sends me down a female wormhole of your situation or your thoughts on condoms. They're important to me. So yeah, that's a, yeah, hard stop. Sorry, the end. So my example is something that I guess I'm asking for your input on is, are there things for you when 
you are specifically, because I really do want to be helping out the single males, are the things that a single male can say or do that is a hard stop. I can tell you, I had a single male that I was chit-chatting with and I played with once and I kind of just was meandering along because I wasn't sure how I felt about his situation. And then he emailed me at my place of business, which meant that he had to look up and find my email address. That was a deal breaker. That was going a little bit overboard for me. So again, things that I don't like. On the reverse, things that I do like. Men that have some level of confidence. I don't need you to be perfect. I like entertaining fun people that are normal and have a positive outlook for the most part. Because keep in mind, you only have to have a positive outlook for the little limited amount of period of little limited amount of time that you're around me. And likewise with me. I think that's why some of my friends enjoy me because I can be great fun in small doses. If you had to deal with me on a regular basis, you have to be very, very special. Like my husband. He somehow manages to put up with me for the most part. I am blessed. So yeah, what are those things that you look for in men? And what are those things that turn you off? Now, that's just kind of introductory fun, whatever things that I would love to get your input on. And then maybe we can talk about what y'all have to say about single men in the future. And since that's kind of like, eh, just looking for your input, I figured it'd be fun to add a little bit of entertainment. And this last month, in some ways, has been a little thin just because it's crazy. But I kind of had fits and spurts in a variety of curious little adventures. So it seems like it'd be fun to share some of those. And I know a lot of you don't mind if you get a little bit of interesting uh, detail. So I thought it'd be fun to share that. So let's see. I'm going back to the beginning of the month, per se. And we decided to jump on Tinder. Talked about that last month that uh, met some well, didn't meet, uh, just got some very curious responses. Couple of potential friends. I did go meet a gentleman for coffee one day and I would have been perfectly happy to jump his bones right then and there, but you know, just not appropriate midday in a coffee shop. So held out for a few days and, and this is an interesting thing. And I think that's why these few little stories I'm going to have for you are fun as we talk about single males because they're different in a lot of ways. And so they're a, a fun case study, we'll say. First gentleman, Tinder, very physically attractive to me, met my height requirements, uh, normal, but attractive. You know, I, I am nervous around a drop dead gorgeous man, but an attractive man is something that makes me happy. So I was definitely looking forward to playing with him. Got around to the point of getting to play with him, headed over to his house, and it was a a little bit awkward, honestly. And to be fair, and I've kind of joked about this, lifestyle sites, there's an expectation. And even, you know, if you're playing with someone who's never played before in a lifestyle situation, so I say that like I... I have a lot of sympathy 
for single men because women are, are mildly crazy as a general rule and we're already emotional and I'm sure it's got to be really exciting for a man that's like, yay, let's have sex, but how do I navigate what your expectation is when I have no idea what a crazy female brain has going on? So I feel that way a little bit when I'm playing with someone who is not traditionally in a lifestyle situation, I guess. So this gentleman, beautiful in my world, it was kind of awkward and then stupid, funny little things go to his bedroom and he has some bright ass fucking lights. And let me tell you, I don't know a lot of women that aren't at least mildly self-conscious I am very self-conscious. I have a lot of white skin and the cellulite and everything else to go with it. So uh, yeah, bright lights make it me very self-conscious of every little bump and whatever, nooks and crannies. (laughs) But kind of got down to it. Clothes are coming off. He was pretty, you know, a little bit of kissing and that sort of foreplay. But it was like kissing and then I started to go down on him a little bit and then straight into the sex and it was fun and it was not bad by any means because I generally think sex is great fun all the way around and it was fun but it almost started to feel drawn out I think in that it just wasn't the norm per se so I went down on him He did get to enjoy his time, which made me happy because I I like it that my partners are having fun regardless of the situation. I was a little bummed out afterwards because I think it was awkward and I kind of knew leaving that I was like, well, I'm going to hope that maybe there's a second chance on this one to make it a more comfortable situation. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be a second chance on it and that's okay. You know, it it is a uh, extracurricular activity and if people don't mesh then they don't mesh and we let everybody move on into their happy future and I think that's probably part of my questioning you on things that I won't say are a turnoff but things that might cause you to not play with someone again whether that's by their choice or by your choice I, I think in a lot of ways it probably unless this gentleman pops up somewhere along the ways, he has probably made the choice not to play again because it was an awkward situation. So that's the not particularly dirty fun story of my first extremely attractive Tinder date of the month that I suspect probably will not be a repeat. However, the next night, a gentleman popped up that I have chatted with once or twice and I want to think it was probably over the last year it's been a while and let me tell you this man has a profile picture of his chest that is almost a little daunting because if you based everything on his chest he looks like an Abercrombie and Fitch model I don't know I mean beautiful chest did make some time to meet with him now he was from a lifestyle site so you have kind of a different expectation go and meet with him nice looking guy, super mild mannered. So, you know, you're like, he was just cool and chill. If I remember correctly, I think he had not played 
with a woman solo. So I think he'd only played with couples. I could be wrong, but I think that was the case. Anyway, nice guy, hung out, had a drink, chit-chatted, decided to go back to his room. I can tell you that when I left that room, I was a little bit dazed and confused. It was probably some of the best sex I've had since I've been in lifestyle. It's fucking amazing. I do recall from the very beginning that this guy had like the perfect amount of pressure in his hands about everything. He had, he was a fabulous kisser. The foreplay was amazing. His oral skills were amazing. He had the right amount of variety in his sexual activity. I look forward to seeing this gentleman again. But truly, like, I don't know if I was dehydrated because I can tell you I came over and over and over. It was fabulous. But I, I truly felt dazed and confused when I left. So for as amazing as that was, and I, I truly can say it had to be in like the top three experiences since I've been in the lifestyle, like fucking fantabulous, fan fucking tabulous, whatever. It was amazing. But I can tell you that in like, you know, one minute, it was just amazing. Yeah. So, um, two ends of the spectrum in two nights, both amazing gentlemen, great people, but one that may not be repeated because of some level of awkwardness. And I don't know how you improve that or what the thoughts are there. If you guys have had experiences that were awkward and if they did have an opportunity for a repeat or who stopped talking to who, for lack of a better word, and vice versa, when you have amazing experiences, where do you go from there? This person that I played with that was such a great experience is a traveler. So hopefully he has a reason to cruise back my way or vice versa that uh, myself or my husband and I have the opportunity to cruise his direction at some point in time because that was fun. What else was I thinking here? Oh, yes. And actually, this is kind of funny. Somewhere in the middle there, um, a few weeks ago, someone I had played with a year plus ago who I really enjoyed. And I will tell you on the single man front and from our perspective, my perspective. So my husband is super easygoing about the single men that I play with generally, you know, he kind of lets me pick and choose and go with what I'm comfortable with. Really, he is not one to veto much unless he feels like they are disrespecting me or my time. Beyond that, my husband's really chill about that. So this gentleman from a year plus ago, played with him a few times, really enjoyed him. And I think a lot of times for me, you know, women are crazy, we're mental, and it is some level of a mental game. Like I said, I, I like guys to be taller. And that's not even, you know, it's like, it's not trying to be, uh, my husband likes to joke with me and tell me I'm getting shallow. It's not intended that way. It's that I truly don't feel sexy if I am as big or bigger than a man. And I think that's because I have a submissive personality per se. And if I feel as big as a man, then I feel like, you know, the jolly green giant or something. It just doesn't work for me. So anyway, that I was trying to think where I was going with that. (laughs) This happens often. Usually I can be like in the middle of a sentence and forget where I'm going. So I did make it through the whole sentence and then wondered what I was doing with that. 
what I was doing with that is this gentleman from a year plus ago. I really enjoyed him because he met my view of what a manly man is and therefore making me feel um, very attractive because he was tall and he was handsome, but manly. So he just popped up out of the blue and was chit-chatting and said he was going to be back around. I think he had moved to the other side of the world and he said that he was moving back to this side of the world and the world being the United States, not that far, but that he would be, his home base would be back in my area again. And he was a hot and heavy chit chatter for a day or two and has disappeared again. So I would say hopefully he's not listening, but if he's listening, close your ears for a minute because I'm just going to say, I'll believe it when I see it. I hope I do, but I, the guy's a tease. So that's a side note there. Two last funny little stories on the single man front for the month. I had what I have a couple of different Tinder friends right now. So I'm putting some effort into Tinder. There was one that I was looking forward to playing with and I'd went out to hang out with the girls and I was like, Hey, I'll try to hook up with you later. And it wasn't even that late in my world. I mean, it's in my world, it's uh, 1130 right now while I'm, I'm recording this, which means I'll probably be done at about one in the morning and I'll either post it or I'll post it tomorrow. We'll see. But I, I usually don't go out until after eight for a variety of reasons that lets me get my kiddos to bed and try to like mellow out my house before I skip out on it, you know, things like that. So I was out with the girls. I think I texted him at, you know, eight thirty nine or something, no response. And I was like, fuck, I was all excited to go out and play. And so I wandered around for a second, headed home, jumped on Tinder for a bit. Oh, here's a fun little thing. So when I jumped on Tinder, I don't know if I commented on this last month, but, uh, so I got kicked off Tinder last year. That was on my phone. This time around Tinder is on my husband's phone. I cannot be communicating on Tinder unless I'm at home with my husband, because otherwise I'd be dragging his phone around and yeah, it's a challenge. So run home, haven't heard from the Tinder guy who I've actually moved to a different messaging app, but you know, it's now been like two hours. I'm like, fuck, I was so excited to go out and play. So jump on Tinder, chit chat with a few. Um, and a gentleman who looked promising said, yeah, he was in town. He was at a local casino and I'm like, cool. At the very least I'll go get a drink. So I tell him how to get me on the other messaging app and I cruise out. And about the time I get to the hotel that gentleman's at, the other gentleman texts me and says, oh, I just woke up. I was like, well, fuck that. The new gentleman comes down. Oh, wait, back up one step. I'm like, this guy looks like he has potential. Head over towards the casino. And in the process, he says, oh, by the way, I can't host. I have my kiddo along with me. And I was like, well, shit and shit can't play with the one because he's not responding. Thought this one had potential. Oh, well, I guess I'm just having drinks and I'm not playing tonight, which is not the end of the world. But in some ways, if I'm not playing with my husband, I am meeting new people with the intent of getting my husband new videos. So I enjoy meeting new people, but I kind of almost have a guilty conscience like that was a waste of an opportunity to get my husband a video. 
Long and short, though. I get to the hotel. I'm sitting down having my drink. This gentleman comes down. He looks like a famous football player from my teens, 20s, you know, same age as me. But I was just like, this is a good looking guy. Um, Yeah, I enjoyed chatting at him because that's what seems to happen. Sorry. Yeah. If you haven't noticed, I talk a lot, right? Chatted at him for a while. And then he was like, so, and I think he either did or said he did that he looked in some of the hotels to see if there was rooms available in case we did decide to get wild and crazy and there weren't. And he was like, what do you think about going to the car? Here is our third fun story. We go from the Tinder date that was fun, but a little bit awkward and probably won't repeat to the lifestyle date that was amazing to this quick meeting with a new Tinder person who is in my highly attractive category for me and end up jumping in my car and going back to a back corner of a parking lot. And, and here's a funny story. We just bought a smaller vehicle. I have a large mom SUV normally, but that happened to be my new little small vehicle. And I thought really of all the times to think it'd be fun to act like teenagers, I have my smaller vehicle. This gentleman was plenty tall. And so yes, we jumped in the back seat and we made out and this gentleman has excellent, what would we call those digital skills? He had magic fingers, but he was tall enough that when I went to ride him, it was really a very awkward angle, but great fun. And the whole adventure was great fun. Um, my takeaway would be that in the future, if it's midnight in a dark parking lot, next time you might as well just fuck on the outside of the car rather than trying to fight around the inside with the tall person. And, you know, I just couldn't get any traction. <laughs> So it was a fun adventure, a gentleman that I wouldn't mind seeing again. Who knows if the opportunity will ever present itself again. That is the challenge of travelers. You never know if your paths will cross or not, but that one was great fun. And the last entertaining adventure of the month was another Tinder gentleman. And I had a feeling from the moment I met him, and this would go back to things you look for or don't look for in your friends and things that will continue a relationship or no, not continue a relationship. He asked me a few questions. Well, we went and met for coffee and he was cute. And I'm like, this looks like a good possibility. And um, he was good with all of my quirky little requirements per se. And that's all good. And so I checked with my husband and my husband's like, yep, go for it. Told him, cool, I can see you tonight blah, blah, blah. And he asked me a few little questions that just made me think maybe we might not be on the exact same page, but we'd see. And I did go and play with him and he had a lot of great skills and it was a really good time. But I had actually said something. He asked me a question and it made me curious if he had um, a certain kink that he was interested in. So I'd actually even said, well, if this is your kink, then I'm probably not the girl for you, but I can recommend some friends. And I had a good old time with him and he was fun and had a lot of great skills. And I would certainly have done him again, 
the next morning he did ask me about that kink and the friends that I had available. And this will probably go back to, if we have fucked, you hold a place in my heart. I have, you know, I I don't fuck people that I don't like. I had a feeling that this gentleman might have different interests than ones that I could fulfill for him. And so I did set him up with some friends that, um, or a friend, I guess, that might be able to fulfill that interest he had. Now, the unfortunate thing is that I am just odd enough that I probably will not want to play with him again based upon that. So there you go. The things that are kind of deal breakers that if there are certain kinks that aren't yours, in my case, if there are certain kinks that aren't mine, and they're fulfilled with people I know. And this is where I am. have a little bit of an emotional dilemma because I feel like that's a little bit selfish or weird that I'm like, oh, but uh, I guess I didn't really complete that thought. It's one thing if you are playing with other people and I'm totally okay with that. But when they're people I know, I am sometimes challenged because then I want to compare myself, female insecurity or human insecurities and self-consciousness and I lose my own sense of sexiness by overanalyzing and overthinking. And so back to this gentleman, now knowing that he has different interests and knowing that he may or may not be involved with people I know just will cause me to overanalyze. So there is a good possibility that he and I will not play again, regardless of any interest. I don't, yeah, we'll see. So... (laughs) There's your little uh, Reader's Digest version of my month of the little bit of time I was able to find to play. I can go in some random spurts that this month was relatively calm, but definitely some little jumps in activity. But yeah, like I said, as always, I really appreciate that you listen. I appreciate any feedback you have. And I would really like to hear from people. And um, like I said, if I'm really good, I'll try to figure out a way to make it fairly simplified and, and get a survey. And I'm not saying we'll talk about this next time, but I would love to get more input as to what your position is, male, female, couple, same sex, committed, not committed, however you want to look at that, um, what you're looking for, if you're looking for men, women, couples, and particularly I'm looking for input around single males, whether you are a single male in the lifestyle or you're looking for single males. I I'm certainly interested in that right now, but I love to hear all kinds of stories and interesting things and questions and all that goodness. I would love to hear what gets you excited about single males, or if you're a single male, what gets you excited? Um, as far as what you're looking for, are you looking for a unicorn? Are you looking for, um, the FMF? Are you looking for MFM? Are you looking for two couples, whatever that may be, or more couples? And what things would cause you to not respond to a single male? I think that's kind of fun for the single males to hear about. Yeah. So that's my introductory single male episode. I hope you're all having lots of fun in your adventures. I think everybody's uh, kind of ran around spring break time about now. So hopefully you've all got to 
enjoy some time or some eye candy or whatever else that may be. And yeah, if you have anything else, if you'd like to hear about something else, always certainly feel free to shoot me a note. I love to hear from you. Um, Holly's Hot Wife Life at yahoo.com or Holly's Hot Wife Life.com if you want to jump on the website, which doesn't have a whole lot more than the podcast. Maybe I'll get some new pictures taken. We'll think of it. Yeah. I think that's about it for the evening. So until next time. <laughs>